0: Hey Sean. Hey Ray. It's been a little while it since we recorded one of these. So good to see you. I know, man. Uh, We're uh, I, question I have for you, uh, and we haven't talked about this yet, which is great. Is do you think you're more or less of a people pleaser when you're drunk?
1: 100 less. Yeah. Less. Well, in the biz, they call it beer muscles. It's one of those things where it's like it doesn't just count because you want to fight people when you're drunk. What biz?
0: In the drinking business, uh. <laughs> you make a lot of money in that business. <laughs> no, you lose a lot of money in that business. The
1: losing game. Uh, no, what I'm trying to say is like it's the same way where I start to feel who I am the minute that you're drunk. So you're not concerned with if you're getting an, you're annoying people or pissing people off or you know what I'm saying. Like when you're drunk, you're just like, "Hey, I, I'm the king of this this this, this uh, dominion." I, I have you know.
0: zero fear of getting your ass kicked when you're hammer drunk.
1: Right. So you can just say whatever you want. But here's the thing like you don't it's mostly in my head but I don't have the same feelings I have as like when I'm when I'm not drinking and I'm trying to people please I'm like oh this person's mad at me. When you're drinking you're like who gives a shit if they're mad at me? Yeah. Like who cares? I'm just going to do what I want to do and uh, but but I'm not like you're not like starting fights. It's more of a thing of like hey, I'll just I'll sit here, I'll put my beer here, I'll do this. It's like you there's a an overconfidence that happened. It's not healthy
0: by any means. When I'm drinking, there is no tomorrow. Yeah, that's 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 a very
1: good
0: I've I've like I've like looked at my my bank account and saw that the whole night drinking I've been spending my rent money and I'm just like who gives a shit? Evict me. I live on the street, I got friends. I'm asking strangers. Can I stay on your couch if this goes south? <laughs> you're
1: setting up like yeah, yeah. I'm a warrior now, dude. Just I'm, I'm, just a, I'm
0: setting. a, I'm up a, a nomad.
1: <laughs> <life>. <laughs> just,
0: just setting up a new life. Looking at looking at how much like vans cost and yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> you think you're going to be turned into like a Viking and you just end up being
0: homeless? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just way sad than you think. You're like, this is my personality now.
0: But I don't fight. But when I'm when I'm drunk, I, I think I will. We we've talked about that on here before. Just that's, like, the only thing. that Because you have no... Well, you know what, too? Like, I always worry about canceling plans. You know, that that's my... Like, I, I feel guilty if I have to cancel on somebody or if I feel guilty that I tell somebody that I can't do something. Mm-hmm. When I'm drunk, I'll just text somebody like, hey, not showing up. I'm drunk. <laughs> and with no remorse.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that overconfidence. And here's the thing. In, in something like... In something like that, like or if you're just saying I'm not showing up, hey, I can't make it, like whatever it is, that's a kind of... We basically should be taking a piece of the drunk, non-people pleaser and putting it into our sober lives. It should be a thing where you shouldn't care so much about the ramifications of certain things, like saying no to plans or like... Uh, I don't know. I, like you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like it's it, using part of that to go. I shouldn't be worrying
0: about shit as much as I do,
1: yeah. but not to the
0: extent that we do. And but we're the drunk. next day, it's just magnified from what I would be if I was sober and had that same interaction.
1: Uh that oh aftermath. yeah, the remorse. The the, the, the next remorse. day,
0: yes, yeah, absolutely. Just that pure aftermath and guilt,
1: or the wondering what you did kind of thing. What like wondering what you said or did, or
0: you know. Do you think anybody's ever, I, I used to, f- so I I had a girlfriend that loved telling me what I did when I was drunk the night before. And I don't like doing that to people.
1: You know, that's how they wrote the Bible.
0: My dad. <laughs> a lot of
1: it was word of mouth. Yeah. You could have been performing miracles. Oh,
0: this dude was walking on water. <laughs> At least he thought so. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, like that's. I love that you had a narrator. You had a girlfriend that was your narrator.
0: Oh, I'd, I'd wake up fr- from a blackout, and she would sit me down, and it would be like hearing a court stenographer of everything I said and did.
1: And granted, Then Mr. Zawandi said, I don't need you anymore. I'm getting in this car and driving away from here. And then Mrs. So-and-so said, please do not do that. You're drunk. You can't drive. Like, it's just that's my, that's my impression of a court stenographer.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was good, dude. In, in her defense, I was brutal. I, I was just an awful drunk, especially then. But this is your twenties, I'm guessing. Yeah, early twenties, yeah. but it's still tough to hear. It's when you're finally like, all right, so cut, 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 <laughs> cut. Can we? I'll hear the rest of the. I'll hear the rest of the episode, but can like I eat first? Yeah. Can I, you know, get through?
1: Can I just get the, the highlights guilt? of me being a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. Can I get the the crib notes.
0: Yeah, don't give me the full epic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. It was so hard hearing what you did when you were drunk, what you said, and sometimes I wanted the question, "Hey, are you making this up?"
1: Um, do you let me ask you this. Do you think a time she was? like she because think about it, she had car blanche. She could just throw some shit in there,
0: not making it up, probably, but I'm, Embellishing. I'm, I'm sure there was some embellishment, because also she was usually drunk.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's called an unreliable um, source, unreliable
0: narrator. I'm not I'm not gonna, by any means, justify the drunk behavior because I'm sh- I was I was such an asshole at times.
1: Really? Yeah. What's the worst thing you did during that time where she was recounting stuff? What a thing that you heard back to you the next day that you were like, "Ooh, that doesn't even sound like me. That's
0: not me." I told you this.
1: Slept oh, oh, on her oh,
0: steps. <laughs> Got so drunk after a party, woke up in her house and she's like, "I had to drag you in there." And she weighs a third of what I weigh. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, you need to take the firefighter's exam." You need you should be you should be an EMT on the side to make some extra cash. She's rescuing you. Yeah. Drag my fat ass into your house up a flight of steps?
1: Yeah. She starts using jargon from that. Way. She's like, "You were unresponsive. I need. I had to give you thirty cc's of novocaine.
0: <laughs> I just made that up. Novocaine. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's what you. That's what you give to people embarrassing themselves on your stoop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's called. Let me ask you
1: this: When you were in that moment, like that that drunk moment, not even the drunk moment. Afterwards, like you said, you're spending rent money during that night. The next day, like, what's is there anything crazy? What's the cra- I haven't done. I don't have a great answer for this, but like, what's the craziest thing you've done to be like? I got to pay my rent. That's I feel like I do, even though I'm bad with money. Like I think we're both really bad with money. I'm horrendous. I'm with bad money, with money, which we're gonna get to. Yes, <laughs> but what's the farthest you've gone to like make sure you pay your rent? And for me, it was not nothing crazy, but it was it was like it's like mostly it's like selling
0: stuff. Oh, so something like that. Uh, I've never, I've never like sold plasma or jizz. No, no, Same here. Or anything well, like that.
1: It can kind of be a bit of a badge of honor. I mean, I didn't get to that point, you're not spending enough money where you literally are turning tricks on the street. <laughs> you're but, becoming a male prostitute.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I've gotten to the f- like the you know the eleventh hour and have been just. Trying to hustle up any favors or whatever I could to pay yeah, rent for sure. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Uh, mine is but never I was selling like, stuff.
0: I never had anything to sell.
1: I I have like normally it's me being like I have this jug of change and I just bring it to a I just carry it just that that should be <laughs> that should be actually the new walk of shame. We should redefine walk of shame as well. The walk of shame should be you with a giant water cooler full of change walking to a <laughs> coin star. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't get laid. <laughs> There was no yeah. there was no yeah there was no sex involved in this. It's just you're getting fucked
0: and, ju- <laughs> and judging from how not full that jug is, you're not getting laid after either.
1: Yeah, 100%. Exactly. <laughs> so I've done that where like the I multiple times I've looked up a coin star w- online and been like what's the closest coin star? They t- they take a fat little cut out of it now. What is it like 10 12%? 12%. Yeah, it's a good amount, That's but bullshit. I it, they have you by the balls. Like, they have you hook, line, and sinker. What are you supposed to do at that point? I've been so broke that I've rolled it. I've You've rolled the And brought it to the bank? Yeah. Really? That is, that's humiliating. Your own little money-making operation Just yeah. the back of some laundromat. <laughs> just like, like those like those heroin, like in like uh, American Gangster where they go back and everybody's naked just cutting the heroin. <laughs> it's you, but with coins. Just me in underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and underwear. And like, but for the last time, Ray, you don't have to get naked to ro- okay. to roll these coins. <laughs> we prefer you not
0: to. Honestly, put on extra put clothes. clothes. We'll get you clothes. <laughs> this is a laundromat for <laughs> great sake. We'll give you something people left. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that uh, I remember I I get that from my dad being bad with money because I remember one time and I'm not sure if I told this on the podcast but he I was watching him gambling he loses a big bet he calls up his landlord and says hey I'm gonna have to get you in a week I'm not gonna be able to, I don't got the full rent money hangs up that call picks it up calls his bookie says, hey, I want I want to put uh, put a nickel on Kentucky, hits that bet instead of calling his landlord and being like, hey, dude, we can make this happen now. No, we went and bought hundreds of dollars worth of Omaha Steaks. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. I might have told you that off Maybe the pod me or us. on the pod. I, I don't know. We don't have a clip of it. Yeah, maybe we will. I, that story—the
1: fact that it's Omaha Steaks is my favorite. The fact that it's just like the brand name getting thrown in there, just oh, well, because
0: one had just opened in in the area near us, and he had been talking about it for weeks. <laughs> He's like, "Dude, when I get a couple bucks, we're going. Uh, we're going to get us some Omaha Steaks, kid."
1: I was like, all right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, when you get a couple bucks. And then that windfall
0: just went straight to beef. He used to always get me to root for sporting events based off of how it would help me in my life. He'd be like, I have to giants cover this six and a half, Ray. (laughs) How old are you at this point? Seven. (laughs) Holy shit. My uncle said when I was a little baby, he used to get mad at me because he would do the, okay, Ray, Red or blue, red or blue, which team? And, and as a baby, I would, like, point, And he puts in a bet, and my Uncle Carmen was like, dude, you just put in a lot of money based off of what this kid pointed to. And my dad's like, ah, kid's been hot all day. <laughs> and then when he lost a bet that day, my uncle said he was visibly mad at me. <laughs> this little bastard's on a cold streak. And I say bastard because I'm leaving. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he starts calling you the cooler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> William like, H Macy. thought this kid was on hot
1: streak. He's actually the, the cooler, yeah. <laughs> dude. That is the, the things that the, Ray's origin story is like. Do you realize how g- it's how g- you turning out this way? How lucky you are! It's a, it's it could have semi- been way worse.
0: It's a semi miracle.
1: And so yeah, yeah. It's like that's 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 a good sign that's a sign of a good person ray
0: what's it's 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 my mother
1: right i know you've said that before i think on the show yeah yeah i think that i never we i used to i've talked about that i used to go to the track with my dad and uh the only thing he would say is don't talk to anybody because that kind of thing will happen where if somebody asks you what do you think what do you think like as far as the race goes and you go i the gray one, like I like yeah. whatever, and then like don't come in. They they'll come. They'll blame you for their loss. And, yeah. You know, say your son owes me twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: this little Irish asshole you got running around giving me bad intel.
1: <laughs> but man, that was a great Paul's Corner. Omaha steaks and a dream.
0: Jesus Omaha Christ steaks and a dream.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's he. I mean, he taught me how to one. Th- I, I make a lot of jokes about him, but I did learn a ton from him, and good things.
1: Well, it's like School of Hard Knocks type stuff. Like, I learned well, how... Well, that's to... why I'm like... I love you telling the stories, because it's not like... It's not it's not all bad. It's like one of those things where he kind of... Yeah, maybe it was a little, a little much at times, but it seems
0: like it helped you out. Yeah, he wasn't beating the shit out of me. Right, exactly. That's what but I mean. He, he did teach me how to behave in a bar. Uh, yes. I, I did, like... That, that's one po- – because we've talked on the podcast about how we're not club guys. We're not, not built to be club guys. Never have been. But I feel like between the two of us, we thrive in a bar. 100%. A dive bar.
1: Yes. Specifically. Yeah. Yep. Irish bar, dive bar, regular regular bar. That's another thing that people don't realize. When you come to New York, a lot of people move to New York to like live a life <laughs> – that is a little bit more extravagant than they grew up with, or they they think of it as like this like this um, like they're leveling up or something, and they're going to these places like lounges and clubs and they want to be a New York socialite. Yeah, they w- yeah, they want to be a New York socialite. They want
0: to be wearing a white linen flowy <laughs> shirt. They want to go to a p Diddy white party <laughs> at some random rooftop
1: bar. But like that's how I know I can't like I I don't want anything cool when it comes to my bars. I just want a regular bar where you can drink, have a good time. Also, I submit. Those are the bars where people have the most fun. 100%. Like, like, even your cool bar, everybody's looking at what everybody's wearing. Everybody's looking to get laid. Like, like, most bars, people can looking to get laid, maybe, some of them. But if you go to a regular bar where there's no pretense, it's the most fun you can have when you go out. Where nobody's
0: judging you. Of course. I mean, that's the type of bar that I need. I want to go to a real drinking man's bar.
1: Yeah. Where you go me. in
0: there and it's... That's that's what I like about the Rover, which is right near us, is because you will get a young crowd in there that's fun, but you also have your dudes that are parked there, that have been sitting there for hours, and they're drinking their specific drink. I love a old bar veteran that has his drink, where he'll have like a glass that he keeps getting filled up with ice, and he slowly pours a bottle of Coors Light in it. 100%. Love that. I've dudes. said that
1: before. I tweeted that once. I said, if you're in... Uh, like, if you are in a bar and a guy, an old man is drinking a Coors Light with ice, park yourself next to that dude because you'll hear the best
0: shit you've ever yes. heard. You know? <laughs> I love those dudes.
1: Probably Tales from the Sea
0: or something like that. Another cool bar move that I saw was a guy <laughs> that was just drinking Diet Coke, a, cu- a cup of Diet Coke, no ice, and then just kept getting shots of rumplements. That's all he was drinking. He wasn't chasing.
1: Rumplements is kind yeah, of an odd choice for an old uh, pound
0: in Rumplements. And wow. you know what his answer was when I asked why Because Because of the sugar? Why why? He says wife can't smell it on his breath, that he's been drinking <gasps> as oh hard shit. as he's been drinking. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> wow, that's a pro move right there. Oh, I know. You know why people have life hacks? That's called bar hacks. <laughs> that's called that's called that's called uh, <laughs> keeping your marriage together hacks. Alcohol <laughs> alcoholism <laughs> hacks wow that's insane but don't you think because it smells minty Rumplemans, right so don't you think that she would just once she smells the mint like it does smell Oh, it definitely smells. He's an idiot. So what do you think? He's just hanging out with mouthwash in the yeah. back of his
0: car? Just mouthwashing his car? Would you just eat a tube of toothpaste? Yeah. you <laughs> put toothpaste on your burger instead of mayonnaise? He's chomping on certs. <laughs> Is certs even a thing anymore? They're gone, right? That's why I <laughs> I haven't seen a cert in 15 fucking years.
1: <laughs> but no, I actually... Well, I'm going to ask this because we wanted to talk about this. Where, what, in what aspect of bar culture, of uh, in the bar, what are you best
0: at? I think I'm pretty good at bringing the whole bar together. That was gonna be one of my answers. If there's seven to ten people in a bar, I somehow find a way to get most of them on the same page. Whether it by playing some. Taken over the touch tunes, which you know I like to do, say jeez, we're too similar. We are that's too my similar. other
1: answer is that I am a the only time I'll be a snob when it comes to music, well, usually is at a jukebox at a bar. Everyone like that's one of the highlights of my life is if people are into a pick that I have from the uh, touch tunes.
0: Good question for you, okay, You didn't have time to prepare, so I'll give you a minute with it. We go to a bar, we go to a an Irish dive bar. Not packed, enough people. Couple of youngies, couple of oldies. <laughs> youngies. You got three credits or enough credits to play three songs. Let me get your three song playlist. Song or artist? Can I just give you artist? Or has give, to be song? Give me artist. Otis Redding,
1: a Bruce Springsteen, and Thin Lizzy. It's pretty strong. And that was just not even thinking.
0: Love Thin Lizzy.
1: Love them. Great bar band. And it's Irish. It's Irish, right, but it's not, you're not playing uh, Happy St. Patrick's Day sh- songs, you're playing, it's, it's not, I don't even know what it would be called, prog rock, it's 70s rock, 70s, early 80s rock, 70s rock,
0: yeah. but,
1: but that happens to be Irish, but that's great for a bar. Hell yeah. Jailbreak? You play Jailbreak <laughs> in a bar, you're the hero of that bar, or you should be.
0: Or, you're starting a full-on brawl. <laughs> <laughs> Just when it starts at, damp, damp, <laughs> and then, I start looking around. Who wants some, dude? Especially non-people pleaser drunk Ray. Oh my uh, God! Yes, that would be. You know what? That would be a good song for a movie. The beginning of a brawl.
1: 100, yeah, totally. But but some comic and I've said I don't think I said this in the podcast had a great bit because he goes in the song that goes tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak. Somewhere in this town. And he's like, yeah, I'm thinking the jail. <laughs> 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 I wish I remembered who did that. It's like really old that's joke. it's a funny joke. It's a really funny. Because there's a lot of those like, hey, this rap song fucked up with this or this yeah. song. But that's pretty. That's so straightforward and really, really funny. Yeah, how
0: many jails are in this <laughs> town?
1: <laughs> Somewhere in this town. That's a good joke. But dude... Yeah, you put on jailbreak. You're you're the hero. I'm the same way. Where it's like you connect groups of people. I've made the mistake. I usually pull it off. You invite different groups of friends. Like I'll I'll do. I'll, we probably talked on my birthday episode, but I um uh will have my birthday party of all these different groups of friends, comics, non-comic, all this stuff, and I can usually bring bring together a couple of groups of people who didn't know each other, and but and the next day I usually get. Uh, Their messages or phone calls, like I was talking to your friend so and so. They're really cool. Like they're really nice. Like like I love that. I love it too.
0: Love bringing people together. We're just fun people. That's that's people all. People just am. like
1: us to be around.
0: I, I like being a fun person.
1: But it also kind of fits I like that in being
0: what I'm known for.
1: Being a fun I person. I think that's
0: sometimes what gets me in trouble. I always complain about when people give me shit about not coming out, and I have to like ignore calls, and I get real. Hermit-like, yeah. But it is probably just a compliment of people thinking, "Oh, he's fun here."
1: Definitely, yeah. Oh no, that's that's. There's nothing else but that.
0: I didn't have a three-song thing prepared. I don't
1: think I've ever, ever had oh. this. Oh, sorry, interruption. No, you. no go
0: ahead. sorry, but
1: I've never had. You ever have somebody like? I've had people say to me, "Oh, we'll invite so and so out because they buy drinks." I've never done that in my life. I don't I've like ne- that. I think it's. I've heard it, don't get me wrong, only a couple times. And I think everybody can agree it's shitty. But anytime I'm like, I want this person to come out, it's because they're my pal. They're, and I want them to have a good time. Or they're going through some shit, and we want to cheer them up. And we need to get them Loaded. destroyed. Yeah, that happened with a comic friend of ours. You were there that night, I think, yeah. at Patty's. Made sure the kid hung out. We're good at that. Me and you are good. At, it's a good tag team operation. You got to do that. I'm known for it, where people get, I get really
0: I get really hurt, really butthurt. We've done it for leave.
1: me. Yeah, I have done it for you. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what I said. Your your party, your birthday party is the annual uh, <laughs> Sean Donnelly peer pressure event of the year.
1: <laughs> I just harass people. I'm like, you're coming, right? I'm coming, you're coming? What are you coming?
0: That's why the first 10 minutes I was there, I was like, hey, Sean, I got to take off. You were like, fuck you. <laughs> Don't even think about it.
1: But like, well, I'll, I'll tell you it makes sense uh, and it fits into something else. Oh, I want I want to hear your 3 well, music thing. Actually, let's do that
0: before I I say this. I didn't have a 3 prepared. Um, but there is definitely one song that I always start with. And it's Steve Winwood's Higher Love. And it's to let people know I'm not fucking around here. <laughs> I didn't come here to play around. I didn't come here to try to test the waters with some indie bullshit music. I didn't come here to try to rock out. I came here to let you know I'm gonna hang out here for a while and I'm gonna be the guy. You wanna touch this jukebox? You gotta come through me. You wanna have a good time? I'm here, I'm involved. And that's how you can always weed out. If if I because I always say that that song is the Shawshank Redemption of songs. Nobody's ever said that they don't like that. song. <laughs> and, and if there's somebody in that bar that's not vibing with it, I'm thinking to myself, what is the best way to evacuate him from the premises?
1: <laughs> also, I'm starting to realize that you you are living in a movie in your head. Like, everybody wants to do it, but I actually do believe that you full-on have a movie in your head where you're a lawyer who's trying to take down his own firm because that (laughs) just... (laughs) You have a real Tom Cruise the Firm (laughs) type vibe going on. If you're walking to a bar and playing Higher Love... (laughs) You realize they're into some dirt, and you're going to take them down, and Higher Love is playing in your mind the entire time you're doing it. Think about it. (laughs) I love the come at me, bro, jukebox it just F-
0: scenario. That song just fires me up.
1: It's a great, That's it's a perfect,
0: perfect, I'll, perfect song to play at a, at a bar. I was at a bar one time, put that on the jukebox, and I see the bartender takes his towel straight up, Sam Malone's it over <laughs> his shoulder and starts dancing. He goes, who played this? And I was like, I did. And he's he's like, Coors Light in a shot? Is that what you've been having all night? On me?
1: <laughs> no way. The Truth. song. I've never had that happen. The song brought a drink. Got me a free drink. Not even a free drink. Drinking this yet? Yeah. Wow. That is the that is the stuff of legends, my friend. That is an absolute. That is a a tale of the the uh, the, the the mystical. That is insane.
0: This is something I grew from a hack thing that we used to do in our early twenties. That I. I still would do maybe every once in a while, just as a form of tradition, is at our bar, we were like 21, 22, we would play the song Tequila. Somebody would play it on the jukebox. So, and dun, so the bartender dun, buys dun, tequila? Dun, dun. Well, not the bartender, but there would be like me and like four of my boys. And we'd all be separate and scattered out through this bar. And when that song came on, we all just converged and like danced and did a shot of tequila.
1: No, you didn't do that. Swear to God, you might have lost your your barstrew cred with that.
0: No, it was powerful. Everybody loved it. What was
1: what was next? Margaritaville, and then when Salt came on, you go Salt, Salt, Salt,
0: and you guys you guys threw Salt up in oh, the air. No, no, I didn't do that. It was just the one thing. It was just tequila. You guys it, had a choreographed it, dance. It wasn't choreographed <laughs> all the time. You
1: guys trained for weeks, practiced. In a studio that has one of those bars, giant floor to ceiling mirror with one of those wooden bars across it, like a ballet school. Yes. You, you trained for months and months.
0: Out of our pockets when the song came on, we all pulled out those little headset microphones <laughs> like we were in a boy band. <laughs> we ripped off our shirts to show that we had matching shirts on that said Tequila Boys. And then we did the shots and then we all blew each other after. That's what we did, you
1: know? <laughs> Well, you made it.
0: I thought uh, that this was homophobic. a podcast where I was allowed to share. <laughs> I didn't make it homophobic. <laughs> I made we it we all pro- blew each other. I made it homosexual. <laughs> I
1: know you did I'm people.
0: I'm I'm celebrating.
1: <laughs> well, once you said tequila boys, it was only a matter of time. That's what I'm
0: saying. I'm, <laughs> tequila boys. I'm celebrating fun and sex with your bros. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry to inconvenience you today.
1: Uh, no, but I absolutely do think that because we haven't like, I think I'll even say this: you can go too far. You know, like, we're chill. We're like we're not just we're not too passive, too quiet bar people. We're the exact frequency you want at a bar. Yes. Like I, like I know I don't get too loud. I know I don't get too raucous. I know I don't I know, I've never. I don't think I've ever really annoyed a bartender. Maybe. On the rarest of occasions have I, have I had a bartender be like, you got to go. I but want like, them to
0: like me so damn bad. One of my goals in moving to New York was to be a regular and befriend a cool Irish bartender.
1: You've done that. <laughs> oh, I know. Rover. Check. You're friends with? With Garrett? What's his name, Steve? Aaron. Uh, Aaron, yeah. Aaron. I'm not
0: as close with him as you are. Well, before that, it was Darren. Darren and then and there Aaron. was a second Darren.
1: At the pl- same place? Yeah. And Darren, both- Darren,
0: and Aaron. What is his Bewitched? First Darren, who I became good <laughs> buddies some, with. Jeez, I'm so old. You are on certs. Let's slam some certs. Watch Bewitched. <laughs> uh, I'm have to uh, I'm and then have to... Let's go down, let's go down <laughs> to New York City and see the Flapper Girls.
1: <laughs> and the tequila boys. <laughs> I, I, I might have to quit show business. If I'm making a Bewitched reference on a podcast. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ray, we got to wrap up the pod early. I got to go sell newspapers on the street corner. <laughs> Looks like we just invaded Normandy. <laughs> Uh,
1: speaking of that, I just re- I just watched all of the boys. Oh, I haven't finished season three yet. Uh, I did. I just watched, just watched the rest of it last night. Anyway, but you can get what <laughs> I know. It was in the side. It was in the side. It was, that was a brain fart. I, it was a brain fart, which is a good thing. Um, anyway, but no, you can get. I've been. I was in a bar. Me and uh, the lovely Megan Delaney, who uh, you know, very pretty much You well. love her. I love her. My lover. It's kind of, this fits in perfectly. Two things. One is, she said something to me that fits into this bar. We just did, made, a, made a trip to uh, the Rockaways. Ooh. And here's the thing. This is how much I love bars. We stayed above this bar called Rogers. They have rooms, like almost like a flop house from the 40s. That's awesome. It, it was, you would love it. You would love it. Like it's right up your alley. And the guy refinished all the rooms. The bar's been around since like the Probably the, the 40s. Anyway, and it's pretty cheap, and it's, like, right around the corner from where she likes to get breakfast, so we went there. The rooms are tiny, so it's only me and her going. But we were at another place called The Wharf in the Rockaways, and she goes, I, whenever we come here, I always feel... Like uh, like everybody here is your people. Not even the barbie because it's all Irish. <laughs> so she's like, and I've stolen you, and they're all mad. Like they want to mm. come after me because I've stolen one of their own. Because she's very little. She looks very Irish, but she's not. Like what
0: is it? The IRA. You saw yeah.
1: They're all they all look like we're all related. I, I go there, I look related to every person in the Rockaway. She's trying to take Shawnee boy. <laughs> take your hands off him, lady. And I and then she but it's also we're in a bar, we're in a, it's like the same kind of vibe where it's like, yeah, you are kind of in my my
0: realm. It is my element. It's my element as well. It absolutely is. It's my my friend is a pretty trashy dude. You've met him, uh Andy Picaro, he's a comic in LA. And he calls 7-Eleven his embassy. So he's in town. He's like, dude, you didn't tell, my em- tell me my embassy's right down the street. He's the guy that'll eat those things you see on the rollers that you would never touch. He's like, no, dude, they're, they're actually good. They're actually good. And I'm like, never. Those wings you just ate have been there for days. But when I see a dive bar, a certain type of dive bar, I think to myself, oh, this is this is my embassy. Yeah, but
1: it's make that makes more sense to me because Seven Eleven, you're not hanging out for three hours. Mm. So, well, does he does he what? park himself on a Seven Eleven and chit chat with the guy behind the counter?
0: He does talk like he has a frequent shoppers card.
1: Yeah, he probably does. Seven Eleven has a rewards
0: program. They yeah. constantly
1: try to offer it to you, and I always rec-
0: decline. I, I don't think he has the rewards program. I think he's well. How could he not? I think he's too cool for it because I think I think he thinks oh, he's <laughs> advanced beyond.
1: That's where he's the high roller. He's like, I don't need any any rewards in this 7-Eleven. It's also a thing where it's like, that's like one time a friend of mine, he goes, (laughs) there's a place called Bola, like these gas stations. They have a couple in Brooklyn. And it was right by my friend's house. And he's like, later on we're at a show. He's like, I don't really feel... I don't feel so great. I feel feel kind of gross. And for like a half hour, I'm like, he kept being like, dude, I feel really fucking sick. And and then after like a half hour, I'm maybe like, oh man, were you drinking? Was this? After a while, he goes, maybe I shouldn't have that tuna fish sandwich from the gas station by my house. (laughs) I'm like, you think? That's a one-to-one. How does your brain not go immediately to that tuna fish sandwich? We're sitting here trying to figure it out like it's usual suspects. Yeah.
0: Dude, that's like a guy getting AIDS. You're like, how do you think you got that? Have you been using needles? No, no. You know what? I was having an orgy. <laughs> behind In
1: 1987. A... <laughs> he gets it now. He's like, I did time travel to 1987. And have an and orgy behind a
0: dumpster. And
1: not be responsible at all. Yeah. I went to Studio 54, went to the bathroom, had sex with
0: like four different people. (laughs) I did blow Magic Johnson, (laughs) but Um, I will say this.
1: Do we have a jerk of the week this week? Do we want to do it?
0: I have a jerk of the week this week. Let's hear it. Um, Okay. Well, you had a jerk of the week this week.
1: I have one that everybody might be feeling. We can spend a very short amount of time on it. Uh Elon Musk backed out of his uh his Twitter deal officially. I, there was rumblings about it on my news feed, which yes. as you know is the <clears throat> the center of all uh global news. Uh whatever comes up on Sean's news feed. <laughs> and um
0: stranger things facts. <laughs>
1: Why why does Pete Davidson really want to
0: shower with Kim Kardashian? (laughs) The fifty most famous Seinfeld quotes. That's exactly what your bottle of Jameson and you side effects of drinking too much Jameson.
1: Thirty things you didn't know about barbecue, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but no. So, uh, <laughs> deli meats. Who needs bread?
1: How do know? How only an animal eating just deli meats? <laughs>
0: Um, how uh, how sliced turkey breast is a finger food, <laughs>
1: but yeah. So uh, he did back out of that deal, I guess officially. But the thing about I wanted to, really quickly, I wanted to say about it, and if you, if, if if you want to move on, we can. But I, I it is one of those things where you do, and I know it's a very it's a hot take to say like, hey, billionaires have a lot of uh, can just kind of get away with whatever they want. But it's like one of those things where if if you were in any other business deal. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it seems like you have after you have a certain amount of money, you can be like, fuck you. And that's almost how you're keeping your money. Like, you're just saying, like, hey, I'll do this. And you're entering into agreements or, like, word of mouth agreements. But if there was, like, a guy who came to do siding on your house and then you were like, all right, yeah, well, well yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do the deal. And then we, we'll, and then, great, then nothing was signed. Sure. But say you, like, told a guy, you got a quote from a guy, and you go, yes, you're my guy, and then you backed out of it, you would be a piece of shit.
0: Also, wouldn't it be crazy if that scenario got as much media and social media <laughs> attention you know uh,
1: yeah there's local local construction jobs Frank
0: Sampson <laughs> is is in a talk deal to do the <laughs> siding at Sean Donnelly's family home they're thinking light blue <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah
1: why this is so important that's, that's what that's what those articles are like Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter why this is so important Sean John getting new siding. Why we need this right now. Like that's always the
0: language of these fucking headlines. People are commenting Frank Sampson's a piece of shit. He just <laughs> thinks he could be in charge of everybody siding on their house. Yeah, I heard Frank doesn't even pay taxes. <laughs> that's
1: probably true. But the uh but you know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those th- the, the, my immediate thought was like yeah, he can do that because he can just it actually affects things like crazy him saying he was going to buy twitter the stock price i think it rose like a lot just by him saying it and then he pulls it back isn't that insider isn't that technically like insider trading aren't you like isn't that illegal if you're affecting the stock market what if he only did it to to help one of his companies or one of his stock prices isn't that literally insider trading from what i understand mean, like that's
0: what he's doing but he's
1: affecting the market
0: i think that's and what i he's think why? i think that's was the goal you think that's just what it was, yeah.
1: but not to affect the market. And then he buys it, and for he jacked up the price. What it should have been is you jacking up the price, and whatever shares he already had, he sells, and that's insider trading. It's like one of those things where it's like you're letting information out. You sell your shares, you get an in, inflated price on what you put into it, and then you do something nefarious after that, which is backing out of the deal.
0: So that should, they're it, left. It, with it, what he did should be s- not illegal, but I mean, I'm sure a lot of. Assholes with a lot of money gained a lot more money by that stock rising. Rising. Yeah. And a lot of uh the little people that jumped on late got screwed. Yeah, I think you're right. Story of the world, just like me getting screwed all the time, every single day of my life. Well, we, we let's let's end with
1: that because we do have a You mean the real jerk of u- we the week? An, we have an update. Do we do the quick well? Oh, I don't want to get a new topic. We can we can save the Rob Thomas to uh messages till next week.
0: We can, I guess.
1: I think we have to. I think this goes in the theme. Little guy getting screwed. I'm just in a
0: deep dark place.
1: You got a twofer. You got a twofer. Fucked by the man for a twofer.
0: Well, who? Here's the thing. If you listened to the episode a couple weeks back, you know that I got a boot in my car when I was in Pittsburgh. But who gets just one boot when they go shopping? So why not get a second boot in New York City? They booted my car (laughs) yesterday. Completing the outfit. I know. And you thought a pair of Tims were expensive. (laughs)
1: You, you got to design a designer pair of boots for your, your nice uh, car. Like I know, thing.
0: and I don't even get to keep them. I just get to sport them for 48 hours. <laughs> and give them right back. send them back. It's like You're renting rent- a prom tux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they booted my car in New York City. I don't know how they found me. Uh, another $850, almost the same exact amount. Um, I, I have a couple of guesses of how they
1: found you. You were parked in the neighborhood where you live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you think mm-hmm. that might have done it? Well, Sean, you weren't, you weren't You weren't Whitey Bulger. You weren't uh,
0: avoiding the FBI for 30 years. Yes. My thing is, I guess I understand that they have to do what they have to do because people would just never pay parking tickets, which I think paying for parking should be outlawed. We, yeah, we did discuss that. But they couldn't have waited. like like It couldn't have happened three months apart. It had to well, happen right, just to three weeks yeah, apart. Yeah, now it's brutal. Not to you mention, tell me about it, and I was like, I felt so bad. Not to mention, I had to pay, in between this. I went on vacation, parked my car in a place where I knew it wasn't going to get tickets because they were they suspended sh- street sweeping and stuff on July Fourth. You took preemptive action. I did take preemptive action, but I paid four hundred dollars to have a private company tow my car because. Even though they weren't ticketing because of the holiday, they were bringing a crane onto my street for some reason. And they said that the NYPD was going to tow and impound everybody's car that was sitting on the street. So I couldn't do anything about it. I was away. had my key. I was in North Carolina. So I called a company. They tow it. And here is where I go to the jerk store moment of the week. We could, we could wrap up here if you'd like. Is... I paid $400 to do this, obviously, the day after the boot happened. So I've just been getting fucking fucked from all directions. You know, I remember we started this podcast. The thing that you asked me was, Ray, how's your ass? Remember when I burnt my butt cheek? Yeah. If you asked me now, raw, <laughs> loose, <laughs> taken advantage of. Wow, well, bringing back cannon from the podcast. And broke. Yeah. But uh, I got the towed. I went to pick it up yesterday. And tell me what you would have done in this situation. Because you're, you're a better New Yorker than me. I go to this place. There's obviously the guy sitting at the desk in this really sleazy auto mechanic place. He has a cast on his hand, of course. And <laughs> and he's sitting there. And I'd be surprised if he didn't. Yeah. He keeps, at, like, wondering what I'm there for. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to pick up a car. He had to, like, make a phone call. And then he goes, all right, well, you're going to have to give me, like, 10 minutes. I just started eating. And me, being a little bitch, I am because I feel like I'm at his mercy. I said, oh, okay, sure. And I just stood outside and waited for him to eat. Yeah, that is
1: that. If there ever was a situation for the podcast, that's it right there. I gotta be honest. I would like to say that I would have turned around and be like, "Yo, let's let's do, let's go. Let's get it now. Come on, I gotta yeah. go. I gotta I gotta go to work. I gotta get to work." I think that this is almost like this is like an apex, like like a, like a, like a, the pure like purest cocaine of the of the situations for people pleasing. Uh, because I think a lot of people would lie and say I would have told them, "Yo, I gotta go, let's go." Yeah. No, they wouldn't. I would have. I would have stayed there and waited. I'd be like, "Okay, you got it." A couple of reasons. I'm so intimidated by guys who know about cars and shit like that, like manly men types or whatever yes. it is. But also, like, the, also the people pleaser thing of like, I don't want to get him upset. And he did. He had you over a barrel. Like he had you. Yeah. Yeah. So all those things combined, I would have just waited as well. And then I probably would have said some shit under my breath, maybe, or something like that. I'd be like, the fuck? I would have been like, are you serious? And I would have went outside and waited.
0: My car was locked in a That's place. That's the
1: most I would have done. It's gone, are you kidding me? Or I would have said, really? And he's like, yeah. And he would have sat down and ate a sandwich, and I would just would have waited.
0: Passive-aggressive.
1: Passive-aggressive. I never would have been like, come on, man. Please, like, can you please just go get the car? I got to go to work. Or made up some excuse
0: to get out of there. That would have been the play. That was the right move. But I did, for the rest of the day, think... Man, I should have said something instead of going. Oh, that's cool, but it's just you know. I already drove you know six hours to get there. I'd been on trips and just it's been long, and I just didn't have the energy in me. To, I didn't have any. I don't got any more fight left in me. <laughs> You're at the end of your rope. I'm at the end of my. I'm at the end of my rope. Um, no,
1: dude. I would have liked to have been like. I would have loved to have been like intimidating enough where it's like no 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 come on let's go and then he gets up and does it ain't happening with a guy like that
0: okay it's not happening here's a good question a good way to end the podcast because we both love movies we both love movies and say you are a Martin Riggs type of badass character yeah you're faced with that situation the guy at the mechanic shop says let me finish my food and then I'll go take you to get your car. How, how, how do you handle as that badass? I think Martin Riggs would start, like,
1: breaking shit in the auto body plug. He would have just, like, he would probably, he would have, you no, know, Martin Riggs would have went, grabbed the keys from the key thing. That, that happens, too, in a lot of these things. Yeah. Whatever the keys were, he would have grabbed that, be like, no, don't worry, I got it. And then he would have went out to the car and just started the car and drove away. Because they didn't have the boot on it. There was no boot on it yet.
0: No, no. This he, is separate from it. It was just it. in the
1: garage. He'd be like, nah, give me the keys. I'll grab it. Or no, not even that. But like you like, okay, no problem. And then he's like, all right, and he sits down and eating a sandwich. It would have been a great movie moment. And then he just goes out and it's like crazy Martin Reigns going, da, 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 da. And like shuffling through the keys. Ah, grabs him, walks through the back door for the for the garage. And the guy goes, Hey, where are you going? Don't worry about it. Eat your sandwich. And then he goes and grabs the car, hits the hits the garage door on the thing, and then just drives off. That's badass. <gasps> that's what that's
0: the move. That's the, the move. Is, is not even just Martin Riggs any badass? Any badass. Category. Don't he, worry about it. Do you know what mine is? What? He was eating a plate of shawarma. <laughs> I don't know if that changes it. But he would go, 10 minutes. I said, 10 minutes? Huh. That's weird. You go, why is that weird? i take the plate, slide <laughs> it, and set it in the trash. He say because it looks to me like you're finished. <laughs> Then he stands up. Oh, well, you're full. Looks to me like you're full. <laughs> yeah. Then he stands up and he takes some nunchucks off the wall, <laughs> swings them at me, I block them with my forearm, and I hit him with one like little like you know, uh
1: karate chop, karate
0: chop to the throat, yeah. one of those front ones, and he starts going
1: The one inch punch. Yeah. The one
0: inch punch. And he's yeah. like sitting back in his chair and he's choking and he's choking, and I'm like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And then he just, I was like, why don't you just give me those keys? Throws me the keys, and I go get my car. That's a much different movie. Yeah. it's a way different movie. More of a John Wick type.
1: Yeah, you really, you just stab him with a pencil.
0: And then once I get in my car, I realize that I'm surrounded by all the triads that actually run that. (laughs) <laughs> this podcast we said it was going to be a short one there's two more hours of me describing this <laughs> film now.
1: that's a good one dude i like that scenario much different i like the understated approach
0: to it but i do like the john wick approach yeah you went a little more uh you went a little more 80s action film
1: yeah because because he's he's a side character because it's basically what it ends with is the 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 protagonist, the Martin Riggs, driving away, and the guy's freaking out behind him, chasing him down the down the driveway at the auto body place.
0: Yeah, because this this moment could like work. he doesn't deserve the violence. He just deserves, hey, I don't give a fuck about you. I'm gonna grab the keys and do what I want. Because I think this moment isn't a big moment in the film. Right. It's just more to establish what a cool dude the yes, guy is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, 100%. But I'm one for a cool line.
1: Or, you know, what it would have been is the guy, it would have been he goes... Danny Glover's daughter with her to go pick up her car. She goes in. That's a much more effective scene. She goes in and the guy goes, don't worry, sweetheart. I, let me eat my sandwich. Uh, no, not let me eat my sandwich. I just, I just started eating. Uh, give me a sec. or whatever, whatever he says. Ten minutes. You gotta wait ten minutes. I gotta eat my sandwich. Whatever. He gives her an issue about getting the car right away. And then she goes out and then she's upset and she goes, the guy makes me wait ten minutes. Cause-. And then Martin Riggs goes in and does, makes the move and grabs the car and goes. I like that. It has to be where you're defending somebody because then it makes it, then it shows that you're a hero even in everyday
0: situations. See, another another scenario. What? Can I throw out one more scenario? What? He says, "Let me eat my sandwich." I roundhouse kick him in the face. I knock him unconscious. I take the keys. I go get my car. I drive all the way to Pittsburgh. I go to the Pittsburgh Parking Authority's office. I throw a brick through their through their window, and I find out who the owner's name was. His name, you know, his name is like. It's raining. Jim Rogers.
1: It's raining. It's got to be raining. It's pouring down <laughs>
0: I'm soaked. My shirt's ripped. There's blood on it somehow. I'm like Rogers. Get out here! <laughs> and the guy comes out, and I kick his ass and all of his boys' ass, and then I drive back, go into my house. I think things are all over. I uh, I, I call you know my boss, and I say, Hey, that was my last mission. I'm out. <laughs> I go down to my car the next morning. I see there's a boot on my car. Pick up my phone, boss, Sarge. <laughs> I'm back. And then credits roll. <laughs> you're
1: the guy. You're the only. You're a detective that only gets boots taken off his own cars for not paying his own parking tickets. <laughs> what do you call that movie? <laughs>
0: Delinquent. These boots. Were, <laughs> these boots were made for walking. <laughs> It's too long of a title. That'll just be the song that plays at the end. (laughs) And that's just what they'll do. (laughs) And then you just see me walking with, then you see my boots, because I'll also be wearing cowboy boots.
1: But for some reason, it's you with both boots walking off into the sunset. Oh,
0: that's cool. And I'm covered in my blood and other people's blood. (laughs) (laughs) Other people's blood. (laughs) Well, and
1: there's a moment where where some woman goes, You're covered in blood. It's not mine. You have to say it's not, it's somebody else's. It's other people's blood. I didn't notice. It ain't mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a perfect place to uh, sail off into the sunset.
0: <laughs> Roll credits.
1: <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Do us a oh, favor. Wow. That's, that's called the awkward. Uh, I like we just won an election. <laughs> do us a favor. Check us out. We put clips on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram Reels every day. Uh, we've had a lot of great reactions to these clips. Give us a look. Uh, brand New Jerks on TikTok. Brand New Jerks on YouTube Shorts. Brand New Jerks on uh, on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, uh, Yeah, we, we hashtag it. Hashtag Brand New Jerks on Instagram. Make sure you send us an email if you have any uh, jerk store moments or you have a jerk of the week that you want to discuss. The email is jerks at gmail.com. And then check both of us out on Instagram. Uh, Ray is Ray B. on Instagram, and I am at ShawneeTime. Time. That's S E A N Y T I M E. Guys, uh, any live stuff coming up? Ray, you want to talk about? Yeah,
0: this weekend I will be at Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, opening for uh, Rich Foss. Very nice. I uh, have something coming up, but I can't remember what it is,
1: so I don't have the details. Guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. And you want to say anything to Rob Thomas? You, oh, should we have that as a section on the podcast that you, you you give a sign-off to Rob Thomas? Or I a, love that.
0: Yeah, go ahead. You want to say anything to him? Yeah. Uh, Rob, ball's in your court.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you so much. For
0: seeing you next week. Bye.